Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Susha here on Room 104, currently trying to decipher what exactly is in Susha's hand right now. So she is over in her house broadcasting. I'm in mine broadcasting, remote work and all that like. But um, you've got something over there. Apparently it's from a particular room in a house, usually. And we're trying to figure out just by the sound of it and some of the clues here she will have. Uh, just by the sound of it, what it is. If, if you have a listen to this and you think you know what it is, drop us in a WhatsApp, 87 Go for it again there, Susha. Okay, here we go. Any idea? Do it again. That sound is. It, like it sounds. It sounds so 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 familiar. I've definitely heard that sound before. Um, right. If you think you know what it is, drop us in a WhatsApp. Some of the text and messages that have, and the guesses that have come in already. Let's start from the bottom here now. Okay. Keith has said, "Is it a stapler?" No, it's not a stapler. Okay, not a stapler. Gary, good evening. What is the story, sir? How are things? Is it dice? A dice? No, it's not a dice. Yeah, I don't have a dice see. in my house. <laughs> yeah, she plays dice at the back garden. <laughs> Got a bit of a gambling problem. Uh, a lot of people are saying this. Uh, Luke, the first one to, to uh, send in the guess. A toothbrush. No, it's not a toothbrush. Sammy, good evening. Hi, Cormac and Susie. Is it a pen? No, we've had a pen a few times now. It's not a pen and it's not a pencil. You cannot write with this thing. Sammy, apologies. Another guess in from someone the saying toothbrush. Again, Kathy, apologies. It is not that. Patrick, it is not. A, yeah, loads of people saying toothbrush. Uh, is it a hair bobbin or a hair clip? That comes in from Dermot. No, neither of those things either. <laughs> oh. Uh, Mary, good evening. What is the crack? She thinks it may be uh, a razor. Maybe a razor. And she may be right. Yes, is she it is a razor. Right? She is correct and right. It is a razor. That was a very good guess. Oh, disposable well razor. That's exactly what I have in my hand right now. Oh, is it actually? It is actually a disposable razor. Yeah. Because we had loads of other ones in there at top of a bottle. Some of them were very, very rude. Somebody said, uh, is it the battery from her rabbit? And that comes in from oh, her. Oh, Come God on sake. now. No, Come it's on now. not. No. It's I actually, it's the sound still. of her rosary beads falling on the table <laughs> over where More she is. More likely. <laughs> no, definitely not. But uh, yeah, correct and right, a razor is what it actually was. Uh, what type of razor now is it? Is it disposable Gillette uh, ladies? Do you know what? No, I always get the men's razors because they're much better. 
So it's a Gillette uh, blue and black razor. I don't know. I got a pack of disposable ones and they do the job. You get rid of the stubble around the face as well. Sirius's <laughs> leg hairs are so thick that the lady ones just don't do the job. They just don't do the job at all. No. No, they are uh, great for your legs. Amazing. Are the women's razors as expensive as men's? Yeah. They're like equally as expensive. And then you have the one-off one that has, you know, the bit of soap that's actually built in around it. And then they charge 17 euro for that and it doesn't even work. Um, Honestly, it's a scam. I, one of the reasons razors. though, I think, one of the reasons though they are, now I, I, pulling this out of my head, I have no idea where I'm getting this from. I just remember somebody telling me this before that maybe if you work in a shop, you can tell me whether this is true or not, that razors are the most shoplifted item out of all of the items in really? uh, in in shops, yeah, and that's oh, why was that. it so that the most stolen items, whether that's lifted from staff or just lifted by uh, customers and things, that that's one obviously why they were thrown in behind the tills when they can. But I just remember somebody telling me that one of the reasons why a Gillette, like a Mac Three razor, if you want, like what, and nor if you just buy a razor with, I even think, hang on, just the blades, a pack of blades is like nearly twenty quid, isn't it? Yeah, just replacement like, blades I mean, for a razor. These ones, which are grand, I think there was four or five in the pack, cost seven ninety nine. Now that's a lot, isn't it? I think no. I think lads, the, the razors for like a Mac three. If you want to get the, the replacement blades on a Mac three, I think it's like, it's like f- at least fifteen quid. But I, I think I just heard that before. Uh, and if you know different, drop me on a WhatsApp. But I heard that they were one of the most stolen, most stolen items uh, out of a shop, and that's one of the reasons why they're so expensive. It would make that sense. That just could though. be. That it's could just be corporate propaganda needs. now. Yeah, it could just be corporate propaganda. I'm like, maybe could that's be. just, oh, listen, they could just get them stolen. That's why they're 400 euro for a razor. Look, find someone that's hairless. There's no such <laughs> thing. Naturally hairless, nobody is. So, you know, everyone needs one of these at some point. So I, I can imagine people would try and steal them. Ding, ding, ding. So Mary, mm. you got that correct and right. One more drop there, Saoirse. Ready? Oh, and that's just the razor. That's not in the razor in a in a case or anything. It's just, nope, just out on the that table. that is just out on the table on its own. Genius. Yeah, genius. Genius. Right. Uh, on the way next, what does outer space smell like? What would you imagine outer space smelling like? Something I've never really considered or thought about. But the reason uh, we're talking about that this evening is because somebody has created a perfume that is going to be apparently smelling like what outer sp- sp- space actually smells like. So that and the rest of this evening's stories, text stories from around the world on Control, Alt, Delete. That's next here on Room 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Sir here. Good evening. Hope you're well. Now it is time for Room 104's Control, Alt, Delete. So it's uh, just a quick round of fear of what's going on, what mad stuff's going on in the crazy world of uh, science and tech. And there's a few oddball stories in there this evening. The first one we'll kick off with is, uh, uh, what does the smell of space smell like? Yeah, so we talked about this earlier on. Like, I would just imagine it's more of a fresh smell. Yeah, I, I, I would have thought it just smells like absolute nothing. I wouldn't have thought there was any smell in the void that is space. But there is a new company that has now decided to launch a perfume that actually is apparently meant to resemble the smell of space. Now, how they managed to figure out what space smelled like was apparently astronauts would come back who have done spacewalks and who have been outside in their spacesuits. And they claim that space actually leaves 
a certain scent on the spacesuits and that there's a distinctive smell when you've been out in space of that smell. And then this company over in the UK, it's a UK natural flavours company for, apparently it makes flavours and tastes for food and beverage people and other companies. It's creating a fragrance that is going to smell like space. I mean, it's a nice of, thought. Out of this world, yeah. I, I would like a candle that, yeah, literally smelled out of this world. It'd be nice. Nice change from um, the vanilla that we're all <laughs> yeah. used to. So here's what they say it uh, it can smell like. So this is apparently reports from, from astronauts when they come back in and they smell their suits. They're like, have you been in space again? No, I haven't. No, apparently they have. Here's what they say it may sm- sometimes smells like. Uh, Gunpowder, burned meat, and sometimes it can smell like raspberries. Oh, raspberries. That's a nice smell. Mm. Burnt meat, maybe not so much. No. No, definitely not. So that that was from a, a few people who have done spacewalks out in the space station have done this. So uh, they claim that they're the three smells. Gunpowder, burned meat, and raspberries. Apparently that's what... That is what outer space smells like. And now this company is going to... A company called Omega um, will be launching this. They've launched actually a Kickstarter campaign to raise a couple of grand in funding to uh, try and recreate the smell. So uh, they're looking for investors. If you want to go and just kick out... You can go to kickstarter.com and kind of search for uh, the outer... The outer... The smell of the outer space perfume. But the bottle is done and the the bottle is is just a picture of an astronaut on a lovely white background and your generic... Uh, like, would you buy this for someone for a Christmas present? It's called Ode to Space. How generic. I mean, I think, I think I would, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it'd be something different. And, you know, we're talking about, obviously, most of the candles bought are bought by women. I think, in this regard, this is a candle for a man. Um, for himself. Now, if she got you a candle that smelled like space, would you, a little bit of you go, ooh, that's cool. I'm going to light that in my mm. room right now. No. <laughs> you might. You don't like, is this bath. a smart candle? Can I sync this with my phone or anything? No, nothing? No, it will help you relax and pretend <laughs> that you're in space. Okay, it's for the sci-fi lovers out there. No, I like it. I think it's a good idea. I would buy, I would definitely buy it. Road to space. They were looking for two grand to fund this and their Kickstarter has raised 69,745. So over 2,000 people have uh, backed this project. So you will, be, probably for this Christmas, oh, wait, does it actually say when they'll have it released? I don't think it says when exactly it'll be released. But um, you will be able to buy the smell of space um, for that special someone in your life. Happy days. Uh, so there you go. That's Ode to Space, first story this evening. The next story, let me ask you a question. How many years ago did the first video call, the first commercial video call take place? Oh, no. Hang on a second. Don't give me the year. Just how many years ago do you think the very first commercial video call took place? Video call. A video call. Face-to-face video call. I could see you. You could see me. The very first one in the history of the world, the very first commercial one. When do you think it took place? 1988. No, incorrect. Am I close, though? You're not... No, you're not far off. 1981. No. Was it the 80s? No, it wasn't. Oh. Was it yeah. the 90s? No. Nope. 70s? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, wow. 1975. Uh, no, it was in the 70s, but it wasn't in 
It wasn't in 1975. It was 50 years ago today. The very first commercial video call took place. Wow. Now, when I said the 80s, I thought I was a chance my arm. I thought I know, it was yeah. way later than that. I thought it would have been like 2010. <laughs> so did I. Like, I, I'd never actually realised that these things went back that early. I remember, I remember seeing a movie. I can't remember what movie it was. It was a, a British movie and it was a bit... It was a bit, bit, bit crap. It was a bit weird and it was a bit crap and there was no really famous. And I remember seeing it in the cinema and... It was when the first iPhone 4 came out, I think, that had voice, video call. You could video call someone because mm. uh, the camera was on, they had a front-facing camera, they could video call someone. And they were kind of, there was like clear, <laughs> massive product placement in this movie because it was, the f- they were calling each other over, you know, FaceTiming each other and video calling each other. And we were all like, yeah. you can't do that with an iPhone. It wasn't too long ago. I was like, ah, oh, come on, you can't do that. And turns out, obviously, you could. But it turns out that uh, they, AT&T, back in the 70s, uh, had a load of like video call and video conferencing units that they developed, and they spent millions over like a ten or fifteen period, ten or fifteen year period, trying to make this thing successful. And they thought hundreds of thousands of people would have bought these things. It was called the Picture Phone Mod Two, and uh, the first call took place between the mayor out in Pittsburgh and uh, CEO. Alcoa, Alcoa CEO back in the day, so that they did that, and they thought these things were going to explode. Turns out they didn't, because back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, people didn't being didn't like being on camera when they were using the phone, so they're very obviously wary about that. And they found that there was a big, obviously, resistance to seeing someone on the other end. People just like picking up the phone, doing their own thing, and not being not being looked at. You know what I mean? So they only sold about 450, and it kind of went out. But the very first time they showcased their prototype of this was in 1939. 1939. Well, if you think yeah. about it, right, you know, obviously we had the invention of the computer and then we had the Game Boys and all these kind of interactive video games and stuff. So I can understand how they might have been able to test this out that early on. But it's still baffling that that only now in the last 10 years has, well, not even 10 years, five years has video call been like a thing. Yeah, and we're just kind of like, yeah, grand, whatever. And uh, yeah. it's made, we're just kind of taking that for granted. And we're <laughs> all the amazing scientists who've spent years doing it. This has been in the works since 1939. And now it's like, obviously... Yeah, actually, do you know what? Yeah. If the pandemic happened back in the 90s and you had to stay at home, you couldn't communicate with anyone. You couldn't voice chat anyone. And you, couldn't with, voice with, 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 you wouldn't have to go on Zoom. You wouldn't be on your emails. You'd literally be just... Just chilling out. Although the whole not having to go on Zoom would be a dream in many situations. Because, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah another Zoom meeting. Uh, but there you go, very 50 true. years ago to the day, the very first commercial video phone call, video call took place. And uh, I said it was AT&T had this thing called the, the Picture Phone Mod 2. And they lost a huge amount of money on that. Because it turns out that they were 50 years ahead of the curve when it came to video calling. And now everyone has one. And I don't even know what's become of AT&T. They're still obviously thinking about but I don't know what the crack is so that is that first video call 50 years ago today a new weapon is being developed by the US Marine Corps and it will be able to electrocute you from over 100 feet away that's terrifying it is isn't it yeah that's very terrifying it's not so, something I want to get on board with. <laughs> no. Now, I don't know. It's probably just a bad timing, the fact that there's riots going on all over the world and there's a lot of violent protests going on and people are being tased. Um, but you have to get fairly close because I think the tase need, the wire still needs to connect to the taser gun. Now, I've never, uh, I've never shot someone with a taser gun and I've never been tased myself, but I'm pretty sure from seeing some of the videos that um, 
it is still connected to the gun, so you still have to be fairly close to the individual to kind of apprehend them with your electric, uh, electro, with the electricity, whatever. This new thing that's being developed by the Marine Corps is called Spectre. Sounds like something straight out of a James Bond movie. It's called the Small Arms Pulsed Electronic Tentization at Extended Range. Obviously, Spectre, a hell of a lot easier way of saying that, but it is. A, a small little, it's a bullet basically, it's a small little bullet that can be shot from any 12 gauge shotgun and it's been developed by a company over there so that during these situations where you might need to apprehend someone or shock the crap out of someone, you can shoot someone with this little electric shock bullet from about 100 feet away Wow And do you know what I thought, it's makes this even, I suppose even more strange, if you obviously take it you know if you shotgun someone you might kill them the bullets that fly out of the shotgun have obviously the little electric charges in them and will electrocute you and they land on you but uh, they deploy a little parachute right before they hit you so that they slow down to half their speed because they're obviously afraid that it'd be like firing bullets uh, at an individual and it could be very very dangerous so as it's flying through the air it'll pop out just before it hits you a little sensor we'll see it's just about to hit the person and uh, a little mini parachute pops out from the back of the bullet slows it down so it won't kill you and then it'll electrocute you and you'll be flailing about the place and collapse to the ground hopefully that doesn't happen to anybody because that <laughs> sounds all kinds of wrong um, but fingers yeah, crossed yeah um, I didn't think that could ever happen yeah I thought you'd have to be right up in front of them uh, yeah, so that's what they're working on. Obviously, you used to have to be right up in front of them, but now, you know, just be worried. If you're planning on going out and just smashing things up or looting things, there's going to be these uh, bullets. They're not obviously over here yet, but that's what they're developing over in the United States at the moment. Um, just to add to the misery uh, that, 20, that 2020 is, uh, we're in the middle of a COVID-19 pandemic. The World Health Organization has obviously said that the worst is yet to come and that they're, experience, uh, they're expecting things to get a hell of a lot. At worst, from a global perspective, we seem to have things under control here. Fingers crossed we will continue to have things under control here for the next while. Uh, other, other news on top of that, it seems that there is a new flu-like virus that has been spotted in pigs over in China, which has potential to be rather annoying as well. So we'll keep an eye on that. Fingers crossed that doesn't go anywhere. But just to add to the craziness that is 2020, there is radioactive matter leaking somewhere in Europe because... Uh, sensors around Europe are picking up increased levels of radioactiveness. Radioactive isotopes are coming somewhere near the Baltic Sea. So there's an increase in in a radioactive activity somewhere in Europe and we just don't know where yet. Are you trying to scare me to death? <laughs> yeah. We have a nuclear winter. Nightmare. We have a nuclear winter on the way. No, we don't have a nuclear winter. So I will point out that obviously the current levels of radiation that they're picking up and seeing is not dangerous to humans, right? So it is... Uh, uh, now, could that not, change, though? Everything could change, Saoirse. Oh, no, don't say that to me. I so won't be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> so, again, not dangerous. Let me. They say the level of radiation is not dangerous to, to humans, but it is above expected levels that you would get in the atmosphere. They think that the leak is coming from somewhere in either Finland or somewhere uh, near Russia. Okay. So nice and far away. <laughs> well, nice Russia. And, yeah. Nice and far away. It just reminded me, like, if you watched the Chernobyl series on Netflix about how all these different scientists in different parts of Europe were picking up these crazy high signals and everyone was like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. These are obviously nowhere near that. It's not crazy high signals. But um, 
the 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 sensors that were picking up the radioactivity or the the nuclear activity apparently they've been set up usually to try and and monitor if people are setting off nuclear bombs like if the Russians were testing out some nuclear bombs and they'd be able to pick set, you know be able to detect that and kind of go lads put put the nu- nuclear weapons down but um in Stockholm and a few other places the sensors have picked up a little bit of uh, radioactivity a little bit of a uh, radioactive material that's floating in the atmosphere. Nothing to worry about yet, but just put it on your list of things to potentially worry <laughs> to about worry in 2020. Just, just, just add maybe it to the a list nightmare of, you can add. Yeah, exactly. I like there that. you go. Mm. COVID-19 zombies now mutated because of the radioactive material being leaked somewhere in Finland uh, or Russia. So they think it might be a power plant that has sprung a leak somewhere. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> just breathe. Bring it up. Deep breathe and it'll be fine. <laughs> let's, just, let's just put on the happy music again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do, hang on. Do, yeah, do, do, put on do, that do, crazy happy music. Listen, if there was another, if there, this, we'll just take all, we'll take all of the disasters for a generation in one year. We'll get them out of the way and then we'll move on. Uh, we'll move on next year and try to make things a little bit better. So, so there's nothing to worry about, just something to keep your eye on, all right? Nuclear waste being picked up, nuclear material, a radioactive material being picked up uh, somewhere near the Baltic Sea. Finland, they think maybe, or they're picking up Finland and Russia. A nuclear power plant there might have sprung a leak, but your luck. We'll be grand. Don't worry about it. Everything will be fine. Perfect. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, last one this, this evening <clears throat> could come, come in, in handy. A, a team over at NASA have built a device that will scold you for touching your face. Oh. oh. So it's a little, it's a little, um, it's a little kind of necklace. And yeah. uh, every time you bring your hands to your face, it can sense it and will give you a little, it's called pulse. And uh, it'll help you change your habits a little bit better. And what it'll do is kind of uh, buzz you and, and give you a little shock every time you bring your hands up to your face. I actually need that really badly because all I do is touch my face. Constantly yeah. touch my forehead, my cheeks, my chin, my lip, which is so bad because obviously I use the hand sanitizer. I have it kind of everywhere I, I'm, I'm kind of going. But yeah. 
at the same time, you know, what's to stop me touching the table and then touching my face? You know, you, you don't kind of keep an eye on it. So that it's such an unconscious habit, isn't it? You've, you don't realize how much, one, you use your hands, where your hands go. Yeah. Uh, and things, you know, you're dropping your phone on the table, you're picking up your phone, now your phone's going beside your face and then you're scratching yourself. So if you are... Like, we were talking about this before. Try and not touch your face for, like, five minutes. And it'll I be know. incredibly difficult. So what Should we done, tried this? We did, it. We did know, this, yeah. remember? With money on it. Oh, now, it fairness, so, you it was so first. hard. <laughs> it was so hard. It was so hard. It was so it difficult. Was. So to try and stop that, and, and NASA have developed th- this device. So it's think of it. It's just a small little necklace. It has an infrared sensor on it, size of about a coin. It has a small motor on it and a three-volt battery. And apparently once it notices you're about to to touch your face, it'll give you a little vibration. And I would almost say a shock. It's not like a shock collar. Yeah. It just gives you a little zzz and reminds you not to touch your face. So they said that this can help obviously uh, stop the spread or stop you getting infected from um, COVID-19 and other diseases. Lovely. So I don't know if you... I probably wouldn't wear one, but it's nice to see that they're working on something. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, it is nice to see they're working on something, but I don't want to be shocked at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it is, it is dog collary issues. This is, oh, my God. God, what's going Life on? Life is shocking enough, Cormac. But um, Shocking um, enough, you know? Uh, yeah, so so listen, there you go. There are your stories for this evening. If you would like us to include anything you might have missed, uh, drop us a WhatsApp or you can uh, kind of tweet. Tweet us at FM104. And we'll be sure to include it. So that's video calling. We have got electric bullets neck shocks so you don't touch your face nuclear waste flying over Europe and uh, outer space ode to outer space the smell of the out the smell of outer space is being bottled up and put into a, a perfume that's going to be out sooner rather than later could be the next Christmas present to buy for someone so listen anything we've missed do let us know oh, it's FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long and Sir here on uh, Room 104 after some good text coming in about what does the smell of space smell like the scent of space someone says does it smell like a Milky Way way ah I like it yes <laughs> that's, that's a good one oh now well my done. god yeah. I'd love a Milky Way right now Jesus stop it oh uh, I love one as well um, what it's, uh, this is brilliant what does space smell like would it smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's candle if you were listening to the show, was it last night or last week? I can't remember. We were talking about Gwyneth Paltrow's new candle. She is releasing a candle that smells like an orgasm, apparently, whatever that does. But there you go. Um, thank you to Alan. What's the story? Uh, Alan Howarthings. He said, just on the point of smells, I found these in Halfords. Lynx car air fresheners. Lynx? Remember Lynx Africa, the smell of uh, oh, no. boyhood the smell teenage, of your teenage years. Teenage years, no. In a They're selling air freshener. Yeah, he's got a Lynx Africa air freshener. That's amazing. I'm getting one. Oh my god! Please don't get one. That should that should be buried. You don't you don't get that and and put it into an Listen, air freshener. You still get that. You you still get air. I still get. You know what I Christmas would like presents. though to remind me of my my teenage years at Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, you know when you walk into their shop remember when you were 15 and you thought this is the best thing ever uh, that never went into an Abercrombie and Fitch shop did they, when, when did out. they have them when did they have them at 15 they didn't have them was it not the, that was the big one they opened on College did Green did you never go was it to, not? to the outlets over in the States no oh when you go in there and you think 
this is this is what we were missing out on in life. Because really? all the teenagers over there had it for years. Yeah, I was probably 14 or something. People would be, you know, putting in an order for you to bring back certain hoodies and <laughs> all the rest of it. Um, but you'd walk into that shop and the smell was just so good. So good. No, I'm, try- I'm trying to think, what if other smells, like shop smells that are good, well, obviously apart from like the food places, but yeah, no, I've never noticed a smell and I don't think I've ever been into Abercrombie & Fitch. They come up and they're like, you're too ugly and you have to get out. Yeah, you have to be very pretty and young yeah. To, yeah. to actually go shopping in there now or to work <laughs> in there, it seems. But, uh, or maybe they're just, they just happen to all be very good looking people. But um, I haven't been in it since I was 15. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. I did. There's obviously the, the new car smell you'd get if you're ever going to a kind of car showroom. That's a very distinctive smell. I think you can probably buy that as well, that new car smell. I don't know how you, even know how you describe it. Yeah, actually, that is true. There's nothing better than a brand new car smell. You get the same from a couch as well. Brand new couch yeah. smells similar. Uh, it, just, the, it just disappears then, doesn't it? It lasts about uh, a week. Yeah, what do you make of the, the Guinness storehouse smell you get on the keys or in the city centre when you're... It's usually nighttime now. I don't think they have it during the day. Usually in the evenings or nighttime. It's a bit of a weird I don't know that smell. Do you know? No. But you know what I do know? I don't know if you ever go to... It's a cafe. I'm sure it's back open now, I hope. Called Kyo's, which is just off... Is it Dame Street? Yeah, just off Dame Street. But you walk past it and they make fresh cupcakes and, you know, muffins and things every day with banana and blueberry and all this. But the smell is the nicest smell you will ever come across. Like, you would have to stop and go in. Where, where, Where is this? It's called Kyo's. I think it's called Kyo's. Yeah, Kyo's. It's sure just off Dame Street. No, there's a little coffee shop. It's a tiny little one, um, but it's really good. Just off Dame Street, on a corner, mm. kind of. Yeah, and I wonder if uh, businesses have certain smells that they deliberately obviously pump out into the street. I'm sure they do. Like bakeries and stuff would have to. They'd be like, here, come on, get in here now. Do you think so? Because when you taste those muffins or, you know, the cupcakes, they're totally fresh and they nearly taste like they smell. Mm, I know, yeah. So you're not conned. You're like leaving very happy. <laughs> yeah, they're hijacking your, your uh, brains to kind of go and uh, uh, drag yourself in there and go, oh my God, what's going on? Uh, cool, listen, um, thanks for those messages in. Uh, any other decent smells? Any other weird car smells, by the way, like Lynx Africa? Can you get that for your car? Let us know. Uh, 0876797104, and we'll be back in two seconds. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Uh, if you have any recommendations, by the way, let us know. What are you currently binging on or even just watching at the moment on Netflix? Uh, let us know. Drop us a WhatsApp. 0876797104. Your opinion and insights would be invaluable. But good news today, saw from Netflix. Have you been watching Ozark? Now, I did watch Ozark. I did yeah. actually watch Ozark. And then it's very heavy. I needed to concentrate a lot. I needed the time, and I just didn't have the time to follow up. Ah, come on. So I didn't continue watching it, but it was very good from what I saw. Uh, Ozark is, uh, I shouldn't compare it to Breaking Bad. Basically, a family have been, or the father of the family has been laundering money for a drug cartel. And then things get out of hand, as these things tend to do. And they have to move to the Ozarks and then figure out how they can continue to uh, work for their violent murderous drug overlords first series was great second series was 
okay. It was grand. As I said, it's kind of uh, a little bit, can be heavy at times, a little bit miserable, but it's really, really good. The acting in it's phenomenal. I keep forgetting that guy's name, the main character in it. Is it Michael something? He was in The Hangover, wasn't he? Was he in The Hangover? Oh, he was, No, he was in yeah. The Hangover. Was he? I don't think he was. Yeah. The guy with the glasses, no? Yeah. I can't remember his name, though. No, it is that guy. Doesn't he play the dad? No, no. I'm getting confused. Where am I seeing him from? He's not in uh, He's not in The Hangover. Sorry, but um, anyway, new series has been announced. If you haven't finished the third series of Ozark, by the way, phenomenal. And the ending of it is phenomenal. And I'll say no more than that because you just won't be expecting it. Uh, one of those moments. So if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. But that's uh, fourth and final series of Ozark is going to be coming out next year, I do believe. But it's definitely, definitely one of the best uh, TV shows I've seen. And the girl who plays, I can't remember, the, his, his manager in the casino. Phenomenal. Uh, what was her name? I can't. I can't remember. She's really good. I can't remember what what, mm. what her name is. Uh, she's not unknown, but she's a new kind of actor, actress, lady person. Um, Darren, good evening. What's the story? He has said uh, the Last Dance, the documentary series about Michael Jordan. You haven't seen that yet. It's popping up there on the screen for the old Netflix documentaries, but I have not dipped into that yet. But maybe I add that to the uh, list. And I keep mentioning now, I finished this over the weekend. <laughs> Talk about heavy and confusing, but a great series. If you haven't seen Dark, 100%, you have to go and watch Dark. If you like your sci-fi and if you like your, what would you say, your sci-fi and your time travel. It, it's an insanely good but insanely complicated uh, series. So there you go. Ozark coming back for four series. If you have not watched it, Definitely one to kind of pick up on. And then uh, uh, Dark um, is another decent one. Queen of the South by Barry. I haven't watched that. Have you? No, I haven't actually. I've heard about it though. I actually have heard about that. Barry, what's Uh, it about, Barry? That's on Netflix now. My brother told me about this. What, Queen of the South? No, the Barry one. What was that one that was... The, there's a new Netflix series out now. Oh, that's going to annoy me. He actually only WhatsApped it to me, but now I'm on the phone to you and I won't be able to see it without hanging up on you. Um, I must get it. There's a new Netflix series, something with Barry in the title. Is there? Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up at the break. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but yeah, no, keep, keep uh, the suggestions coming in. Because people are still obviously hooked on Netflix and all that. If they're not going out, that is. But no, and yeah, actually, no, you know what will be back? You know, we'll be back. Uh, hungover Netflix is going to be back soon from people going out to the pub. That's true. Actually, so you're, yeah. you're hungover well, Sunday. Well, maybe Netflix. not with their with their Sunday roast that they have to have with their pint. Yeah, well, I know. Not. Actually, yeah. I've never, I've never, I've heard this. Yeah, I, I watch F is for family. Funny as. Uh, funny as the F word Thomas says uh, I, is that's the one and Bill Burr writes that does he am I correct in saying that he writes that or produces that uh, Queen of the South is hands down the best Netflix show it's House of Cards good what Queen of the South I'm going to have to Google this now lads I don't like missing out on good shows on Netflix Queen of the South crime drama television series developed by M.A. Foy oh okay hmm. well this Sounds looks good, good. Hmm. yeah definitely very good so who sent that in as well? That was from... 
someone who does not have their name on their WhatsApp. But listen, thanks for that. Queen of the South, right, we'll add that to the watch list. Um, and any other decent ones, any other decent suggestions, let us know. 87 And we'll be back in just a few moments with music from Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. You're listening to FMO. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Yes, yeah, Cormac and Sir here on FM 104. A couple of your texts coming in there. Just uh, nice Netflix suggestions there. Uh, Queen of the South is coming quite a lot. A lot of fans of Queen of the South. Mary said, Queen of the South is brilliant. White Lines is very good. Haven't seen White Lines, but we'll add that to the list. Watch You on Netflix. It's so good, yeah. I've seen You. I, have I seen the first two series? Yeah, I think I have. I've seen both of them. Um, you. Have you seen? Have you watched You? No, never. I don't even know what it's about. It is about creepy serial killer man who uh, falls in love with people and then murders them. He's a stalker. He kind of stalks people and then he's murdered loads of them. So oh one God. or two. Uh, one or two. It's two series, I think. I don't even know if it's going back. I can't remember what happens at the end of the... What happens at the end of the second one? Do they leave it open for a third series? I can't remember. Who sent that in? Watch you on... Uh, Watch you on Netflix. That comes in from Caroline. Listen, Caroline, thanks for that. If you've watched the second series, can you remind me if there's going to be a third one? Because, yeah, it's not bad at all. And the second series features a uh, American comedian in a very precarious role, and he has been since accused of doing bold things, and it's kind of a little bit ironic. But we'll leave that there, lest we get sued by said comedians. Um, Shit's Creek for a laugh as well. Apparently it's very, very good. Uh... Gareth Brooks, the story, it melts my heart. I thought you were going to say it melts my head for a second. No, yeah, Thomas. like that's more accurate. Gareth Brooks, really? Do you remember I, that whole saga when he... Uh, well, I think we take that saga anytime. We take that saga every day <laughs> over the current sagas we're, we're fitting, sitting in, in right now at the moment. Anyway, um, like, did you actually watch that, Thomas? Tell me, because I don't know... I've seen it a few times and I always get the impression that Garth Brooks is like super famous only in Ireland and when he goes back to America he's just like playing in bars. You know what I mean? He's just playing on a Friday yeah. night in bars kind of going like idiots don't know how cool I am. And when he like, comes over here he's like selling out Crow Park. Since when did every Irish person want to go and see him? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't think of anything worse. Would you not have liked to go? Do you not no. remember there was a big like line dancing phase years ago? Even I went to like two or three line dancing classes with my older sister. It was down in oh, a God. in a hall in is there a hall in Blanchetown Village with beside the church or whatever? Went to them. Line dancing was huge. It was it was like the Zumba. It was the Zumba of its time. Right now wow. we have Zumba stars and it was line dancing. It was Garth Brooks back in the day. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember that at all. You, maybe you I do. Maybe out I on a just generation. Are sure, you, were you not in a dance school? Did you not do like hip hop and then hip-hop. right now line dancing? I did hip hop dancing and I did Irish dancing and I did break dancing. And you but never, I never did, you did, never did line any beautiful dancing. line dancing, no? No, I did a bit of Cotton Eye Joe, you know, in a summer <laughs> yeah, school yeah, with Keen Healy, but that was it. Like that was the extent of it. Wouldn't be doing that Tommy in a dance class. Uh, Tommy seems to be a big fan. He's he's one of the many hundreds of thousands of people who wanted to go see Garth Brooks. And he says, in his taxi, he just... Let's do a minute silence for you. No, no, let's, let's not do a minute silence. Let's, you know, make sure that we honour the good Garth Brooks memory <laughs> no. by maybe pulling up a song or two and we can oh, see... Oh, no, please. No, there no? definitely are songs there. You, you, got, uh, you got the Chemical Brothers played at the start of the show. And uh, oh, now Tommy just God. wants a little bit of... Uh, 
I know. He just wants a little bit of uh, Garth Brooks. Who doesn't Look, like Garth Brooks I'll, I'll on a Tuesday evening? I'll stick with Coldplay. I will. I'll listen to Yellow all day long. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll enjoy it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.